The Greenwood and Mulliner Show is sponsored by OneFootball. OneFootball is the app you all need to get the latest info on Newcastle United and the Premier League. Make sure you go and download OneFootball today. Newcastle Fans TV. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Greenwood and Mulliner Show. Episode number 90. We have reached injury time. Some would say that maybe it was 89 episodes too soon. <laughs> but we have made episode number 90, Sam. And what a fantastic one. It was a live one. You came to the Northeast. You made that 220 mile round trip. Well, not 220 mile round no, trip. It's not a round trip. Miles up north. Jesus, I wish it was the round trip. Hey, yeah. I, I wish it was as well for you. Yeah, second second one in person after after the Sir John All one. Olivier Bernard obviously been on been on the show before, but we actually went to his pub in Blythe, didn't we? And um had a lovely afternoon there, it has to be said, where we uh doth quaffed a uh, many a Irish stout and um had a cracking chat about current day Newcastle United with Ollie Bernard. It was fantastic. I really, really enjoyed this one. I like the the few live, or maybe live in terms of me and you, uh, interviewing a guest. I think we, I think we um, both enjoy those rare occasions. Obviously, most of our interviews are done via the internet. But when you speak to Ollie, the passion comes through, and he just seems so excited about what's going to be happening with Newcastle United. And of course, the team's doing pretty well at the minute. So five home wins on the bounce as we record. It, it, it just seems that Newcastle United's future is looking so, sure. so good. And, and oh, it, honestly, and Ollie just, just can't stop talking about all the potential, I think, positivity, yeah. really. Let's not spoil it. But um, yeah, um, should just say again, shout out Andy Bell, one of our members and listeners and viewers. Um, for helping sort this out, helping sort the day at the pub. Um, really, really, really good day it was. But yeah, Ollie's Ollie's just an absolute dude, and um, yeah, he's he's very knowledgeable about um, our new Brazilian midfielder and maybe a potential Brazilian midfielder. So um, really good one this. Um, as as you say, it's not often we get to to, to meet these people in person. And um, yeah, it's. I think it makes it more special because they're well. Everyone's special. Every single episode we do is special, but um, just that gives that extra little bit, doesn't it? When um, you've got them sat right in front of you. Yeah, I think you. I feel you can get more out of them if you get that relationship going. And obviously, it's the second time we've interviewed Ollie now, and uh, I think we obviously some questions you'll probably not want to answer at all, but. You can't help but try. God loves to try, as they say. But yeah, obviously there's a particular player that is in the line white right now for Newcastle, and that's Bruno Gimirez. It's very interesting what Ollie says about Bruno, so you have to listen to that later on in the podcast. But I just feel that if anybody's talking about Newcastle United, someone like Ollie Bernard, who's played the Champions League, who's done exceptionally well in the Premier League for Newcastle, is certainly well-equipped to give his opinion on such matters. Yeah, isn't he just? And he, he, he's... To, to think, like, when you met him, he, he is just, like, a normal he, a normal guy. Like, his family were there at the pub and, it, like, a great family he's got. And 
obviously stayed around the area and you wouldn't have known that oh my, 20 years ago he was playing in the new camp for Newcastle playing in the San Siro for Newcastle and, and things like that he, he's got a wealth of knowledge wealth of experience and he's he's obviously embraced the area embraced the culture he's obviously went away a bit to Southampton to 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 Glasgow and but he's always come back to to his what is his home so it, he's he's just he's just an absolute dude, isn't he? Let's what, what what else can you say about him? Brilliant. Yeah, I think he would love to be involved with with the club more. I just got that feeling. Everyone wants to be now. Everyone. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much almost the perfect time to be at Newcastle United if you had that opportunity. But it'd be interesting to see because obviously Ollie was just telling us he plays football on a Monday and, uh, and a Saturday and I think he's team at the top of the league but obviously people know who he are so uh, who he is rather and uh, yeah they said oh, his that's, team's that's, that's quite undefeated well. undefeated yeah. all season I mean how pig sick would you be when you turn up and you see like oh yeah it's just me mate Ollie he's, he's played in the Champions League before but whatever yeah oh great must be good I wish Lee Lawler played in the Champions League and when we play Sunderland every now and then. Be... We'll, have to get him. we'll have to get Ollie involved, I'm sure. We'll just tell the lads, oh, yeah, we've got a new member of the channel, just Ollie, it's fine. Yeah, we've got Ollie, who he used to play. He plays a bit, but I'm sure. We, we need to get you up there as well. We need to get you to play. Oh, no, I'm just too good. I, I think we'll find a place for you. On the bench, at the bar, in the, in the yeah, fine. We'll have to see what happens, see what happens, but it'll be worth a trip anyway. But uh, I think it's about time we get this podcast up and running. This is episode number 90 at the Mason's Arms. It is the Green and Muller Show with Ollie Bernard. Newcastle Fans TV. Hello everyone, welcome back to Newcastle Fans TV. It's been a hell of a season. It always is with Newcastle United and a man who knows everything about Newcastle United is Olivier Bernard and he is a part of the Green and Moon show. It's a live one, Sam, as it's well. It's a live one. It's a live one. Ollie, the last time we spoke, there was no takeover. You still hated Graham Sunas. <laughs> Everything's changed. Everything's great. There's fresh hope around Newcastle again. It is. It is. It's fantastic to see uh, to see the buzz around the town again. Because um, you know I, I was part of, of of Newcastle playing playing in the Champions League, and you know every time we were playing, the town was bouncing, and and you know I still got good memories of that. So so yeah, we we have suffered for for a couple of years, well, not a couple of years, fourteen years. That's <laughs> <laughs> a bit much, but we we uh, we're looking forward to 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 to, um, to see what um, Newcastle can do now. It's a very optimistic time of year and a lot has changed, Sam has rightly said. I think Graham Sunes is still not very popular around here, but we'll he's not... Barred from he's barred from here. He's barred from here, yeah. <laughs> I should say, it's actually in Ollie's pub, Mason's Arm and Blouse, so make sure you come down here because it's a fantastic pub, great drinks, great food as well. But I have to mention Eddie Howe first, Ollie. He came in for Steve Bruce. Was it your number one choice to replace Steve Bruce at the time? No, no. Surprisingly, it, it, it was it was good for the short terms. I didn't think it was going to be something long term um, in my eyes. Um, but it changed my mind over the last you know couple of months. He's now been in charge. You can you can see that his reflection is bang on. You know, he thinks about everything he, he does for the team and the players that he put on the pitch. Um, and he, has, he installed a couple of rules. You know, you win, you, you keep your place, basically. And, and, and that galvanised the, the whole squad. 
Um, and, and as a player, you, you cannot win. You know, it, it's it's very difficult. But you get the competition uh, out of the players now. So so I'm I'm very very surprised. Um, you know, on, on on that side of things, I, I, I wasn't gonna pick him. You know, we, we we had a few other choices. Who was your number one choice? Probably Conte at at that point. I thought I thought he would have been a better suit long term. But short terms, I, I, I think he would struggle because he's quite vigilantal, uh, Italian type of the manager, and uh, he wants everything now. He hasn't got patience, so um, so it's very difficult to to get the best out of the player, uh, especially um, you know on 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 the following week you're arriving at the club. So for me, for me, it, it was going to be a long term thing. So finish the season, I never thought that we would go down anyway. It could have been you know. Uh, uh, another manager, Steve Bruce. I, did, I don't think we would have went down um, because we were too good. No, because there was worse team than us. Um, so, so you know, I was quite confident. But, but the, the fact that we played that well is it's quite, um, quite amazing. Well, we've just watched Antonio Conte's Tottenham lose to Brighton, so <coughs> it might not have worked out anyway. But, but. <laughs> Eddie Howe wasn't my first choice either. I quite fancied the idea of Unai Emery. But, like you say, Howe's instilled these values and uh, seems to get the style of play that Newcastle fans want and and ex-players resonate with. Does he remind you of any sort of the the ex-Newcastle managers you played for in terms of style of play or is it a, a new way of playing? No, I think he's got he's got he's got his own way. He's got a you know a new way of playing. Um, the modern games has changed. You know, we, the games changed so much since since we, we well I played. Um, you know, it's a lot faster, a lot stronger. You know, it's more about speed and agility than it is, you know, for technical ability. Um, you know, and that's 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 been proven over the years. Um, but his style of play is is quite uh, intriguing. Because because when when I when I watch the the games, uh, you know he's very meticulous in what he does, um, and the players know, and he works. The players know where they want to be; they have to be, and uh, and he works. So so you know they they listen. Where where at first when he first joined in, I went mm, it's probably a bit too young with the with you know some players it might it might clash, and then you know you've got three or four players that. All on the dressing room, so it, you know. For me, it was it was it was a it was a very awkward um, appointment at first. Um, but but it, it works. It works. He's done his magic, and he's a, he's a great great manager. To be fair, to become. Do you think he's changed the mentality of the players? Because I don't want to talk about Steve Bruce too much, but it was it seemed to be easy going, and now with Eddie Howe, it's we need to work hard every single second of every single training session, match, whatever it is he wants to do. And it just seems to be working dividends right now. It, it's quite difficult to, 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 to lash out uh, Steve Bruce because he was working under a chairman that, um, that was awkward. So, so saying that Steve Bruce didn't do his job would be, would be unfair. Um, I think everybody was fed up when we when we you, you talk to fans that they didn't want that chairman uh, and trust me you, the manager would ask the manager if he could have said you know I hate him he would but uh, you know <laughs> it's his boss so he cannot say that and that's 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 the problem so so yeah I've, I've seen a lot of criticism but but for me for me it, it wasn't funded wasn't deserved Although I don't, I don't think he's the best manager in the world, don't get me wrong. But I think what he's done for the club was 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 
you know, we kept Newcastle afloat uh, to start with. Yes, it wasn't great, but I don't, I don't think we would have went down uh, under Steve Bruce either. But yeah, we, we've got a new manager uh, now and, and you can see that the diff, it's different coaching. You know, it's a new era of, of coaching methods and it, is, it works a trick with the new generation. I don't know. I think when me and you were stood outside Molyneux in October, we thought we were going down. <laughs> but it's, Well, yeah, but the thing is, that was the last game pre-takeover. Can you remember where you were takeover day? Because it just, after two years of will it happen, won't it happen, it all just sort of came out of nowhere in the end. No, but we know we, we knew yeah, the deal was done. Well, I've, I've, I've called it uh, probably a year too early. Um, <laughs> but but uh, the deal was done. Yeah. Uh, it was just a question of time and, and patient, be patient. Um, so, so it was, <laughs> for me, when, when you look at, the takeover, um, once, once everybody was like, that's it, it's going ahead on, on, on Thursday, um, I was like, yeah, whatever, you know, I've heard that again. Um, but, but when, when it was actually on and everybody was, was uh, tuned in to, to Sky Sports, uh, you, you knew it was, it was, going, it was going ahead and, and then, you know, it was, it was, it was like a, a Christmas day, you know. <laughs> Everybody was out. It was because you knew, you knew something different was going to happen. It could have been, it could have been uh, anybody taking over the club. It would have been the same yeah. um, because all you wanted is, is something different. And, uh, and you got it. You got it. It was uh, it was uh, it was a fantastic um, takeover. We we became we became the, the the richest club in the world in in no time. So we just need to use that money uh, wisely, you know. Yeah, hundred percent. Like I, I can imagine, the Mason's Arms was very very busy on that Thursday evening. I'm sure there was a few beers flowing that night. But <laughs> moving on to the January transfer, I have to talk about January transfer because that was when that's that's let's see what the owners are like. Who are they going to bring in and how are they going to spend the money? And they spent just under £100 million on certain individuals I don't think even any Newcastle fan thought they were going to get. But the first player through the door was Kieran Trippier. And from one Newcastle fullback to another, how well has he adapted? I know he's only played a few games, but do you think that the leadership just shines and the fact that he's just, you can tell he's a level above straight away, can't you? That's exactly, that's made the difference. He came in, um, he came in with certainty. He knew what he had to do, and he, and he took that lead quite quite well. Uh, I think he, he had probably Captain Lasalle, uh, Shelby, but I think he, he by his performance, you know, that's that's when you say lead by example. You know, his first couple of games, you know, it, it, everybody was was on point after that. They knew he wasn't coming to to retire. He was coming to to make a change, and I think he's probably the best signing we, we we've had. Um, for years, to be, to be honest. And <clears throat> he, he showed quality. That's what we're lacking at the club. Uh, I'm not saying that the, the recruit are not good enough. What I'm saying is that he brought real quality and, and awareness, uh, his passing range, and, and his experience uh, is, is second to none. And that's, that's, that's the difference when, when you... When you, if you want to reach the top, you need to get top players. And when we talk about top players, he's one of the them top players that, that will drive drive you forward. Um, and, and, and he's done that perfectly. And and he, he just got the ball rolling. And everybody start thinking, you know, we're not that bad. You know, we can do it. 
you know, we're winning one nil, yes, that's fine. We're winning two one, we're winning, and then, and then you know, everybody, the belief start building up, and uh, and we we were untouchable at one point. Do you know what I mean? Uh, until until he, he got injured and things things got um, a bit sour for him, unfortunately. But but he, he still is still in and around the the, the dressing room, and you, you can you can feel that he he's, he's got it with passion. It just goes to show just how much of a mess Man United are in. Because six months previous, Trippier could have gone to Man United. And the deal, the Man United of yesteryear would have got that deal wrapped up no bother. And he would have been there sorted. But I'm glad they're in a mess. <laughs> it's just standard, isn't it? A lot of players um, were, meant, were meant to go to go to Newcastle. Um, you know, we, we, we had a few Man United players refusing um, to come to Newcastle because they didn't want to play relegation battle. Uh, <laughs> but in the end of the day, we've proved everybody wrong. Yeah. A few few players that didn't want to come for to not play regulation regulation battle are now, you know, begging to. They wish they wish they had they had signed for the club. Yeah. You know that's how it is because you can see Everton Everton struggling. Um, you know, a few Tottenham players who aren't getting games could have been. You know, uh, it's that's it's, that's the way it is. You know, you, you make choices as as a player. And, Sometimes, sometimes, yeah, yeah. When you make the wrong choices, then then you end up um, in the trouble. Really, because some players, uh, you know, I've got a few names that I won't I won't mention, but but two, three players that gone to Everton, for example. They, they, they. I'm sure they regret their choices. Hi, Donny. Um, <laughs> on, on the other wing, um, obviously, we bought in Matt Target, your position left back. Um, Two-prong question, just how well has he done since he's come in, in your opinion, and do you feel a bit sorry for Jamal Lewis, who's now completely out of the 25-man squad? Yeah, you always feel sorry for, for, for a player, especially when you've got another player coming in um, to do a job. Um, I, f- I think that the, 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 that's what we needed was experience in that position. Um, I wouldn't say that he's a world-beater, but he's a tidy player that got bags of experience at this position. In this position, tactically, he's on point. You know, he's not learning like 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 Lewis is at the minute. And I wish he, he had a better left back to learn from. Yeah. To be honest, um, because he's been he's, he's he's a talented young lad. Don't get me wrong. And if he had a, a better left back to show him and drive him, he would he would have been playing week in week out. Because I did like him when he was at um, at Norwich. Yeah. Um, so, so you know, watching Target uh, um, could benefit him. You know, he's still in and around the, the, the dressing room, and he can learn now uh, the trade because because he's a good player. I still think he can do something. But if you if you if you're not learning from someone, then then you, you, you you're struggling. It'll be fascinating to see how Jamal Lewis in particular gets on because, again, we paid a lot of money from back in the day, but yeah. money's not an object now for Newcastle, which is still strange and mental to say. But I have to talk about a player that we did spend a lot of money on, and that was Bruno Guimaraes. Now, I can see you smiling as well, Ollie. So it must have been something that you must be impressed with, especially with his performance last week that's against Wolves. Know, everybody knows that's my club, Lyon. You know, that's where I come from. So, so I, I still follow them and I watch, I watch his game since the, the start of the season. So uh, I, I, I knew what a player he is um, at the time. Um, so I was very surprised that we, we managed to get him, to be honest, at first. Um, but after, 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 you know, once he signed the paper, I was like, that's it. Now we've got a proper player 
we need we need to work with him yeah and make sure we build a team around him and the fact that you got him you you, you don't understand how powerful that is around the, uh, around Europe because he's he's probably in midfield one of the best player at the time when he was playing for Lyon most touches more, most uh, interception in Europe I mean across four big leagues uh, <clears throat> so yeah, I, w- I was surprised. I, I, to be honest, I, I thought, I thought, yeah, that's that's just people talking. It's not going to happen. Um, but but it did sign, and uh, and you know now I've I've got a really good feeling about Paqueta, who could be, oh, who don't. could be, who could be on, <laughs> on his way. Once once you get one, you get them all. To be honest, it's 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 a ball rolling. It's a snowball for me. We we I'll, I'll dream that. To be fair, I'd love that. Um, but I know they're talking, so so it, it looks good. It looks good. Um, How good is Paqueta? Because for Newcastle fans that haven't don't watch a lot of friendship, obviously you say you're a Leon fan as well, Ollie. How good is he, and would he improve Newcastle tenfold? Is is Bruno with probably ten goals a season? That's that's the, the that attacking midfield is the number ten, old fashioned number ten. Um, that's got that's got bags, technique, and awareness. Is, is ridiculous. So he, he, I wouldn't say he works hard, but he's always in the pockets. You've got, you've got to watch him. He's always in between lines. He's always, and he, he makes the link between, between the midfielders and, and forwards. He's, he's, he's a perfect number, and he's a left footer, so even better. <laughs> so so now he's, he's something that I, I would love to see at the club. If we get him, we, 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 we will be definitely in the top eight. Still feels dirty talking about <laughs> players like that, doesn't it? It's, it's just, we can. That's the good thing about it. We can because we've seen it. We've seen it. Um, you know, I didn't think Bruno was going to be a Newcastle player, and, and he is. So the, yeah. it's just to show that with determination, I think the club can 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 bring a lot of players. And and the fact that we we almost safe um, players will will start thinking, you know what, this is a new club now, and and everybody wants to be part of it. Even myself as an ex-player, you know, I, I want to go back to the club and offer my services. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. the buzz is so, so good and so important that, that you, you you want you want to be part of it. Simple as that. Absolutely. I mean, back on to Bruno. Watching him at Leon, when he first came over, we we've, we've spoken lots about Bruno. Haven't we? Is he is he more of like a, a Kante? Is he going to be our Kante for the next ten years? But then we were talking this morning. Maybe he's more like a David Silva. How would you kind of compare him to, to Premier League for me, players? For me, is is a box to box, free is a free role, box to box. So you need you still need a, 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 a holding midfield next to him. Is that why you think Shelby's still in the team and, and I, I, doing so well? I think yeah, I think and and with Shelby, yeah, and Shelby now he's got legs next to him. It's even better for him. Do you know what I mean? Um, but I think he needs he needs that. I don't think he's a holding. I think he's a more of an Angolo Kante. Who would sweep everything? Um, you know, not as quick as N'Golo, but but you can see that he's got he's got desire to win the ball back, and he's got he's got you know he can read the game really really fast, you know, compared to other other midfielders. So so for me, it's a box to box that you need you need you need to to let play because he he's everywhere. He'll run for fun. He's he's got he's got an engine like very surprised he signed for Newcastle, but. You know. <laughs> When 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 you've got that in your team, you, you can you can relax. As a yeah. defender, when you know you've got you've got 
a player like that in front of you, 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 you're more confident. That's, that's what it is. Yeah, 100%. It just sounds fantastic. It just sounds magical, to be honest. I remember when he came on um, for his debut against Everton and he'd done the back heel yeah. and then we were on our own touchline and he had the ball and he instead of just hoofing it out like we're used to seeing, yeah. he's trying to play it out from the back and beating two Everton yeah, yeah, players yeah. from his own touchline. Yeah. And we were going... The fuck is he doing? <laughs> he, he can. He's, yeah. got a, he's got awareness. He's seen those players. He's just he just went took one on and the other one was he knew he knew what he was doing. He was so comfortable on the ball. I thought, yeah, I thought we're gonna enjoy him because <laughs> he's just everybody relaxed around him because he's that composed that on the ball that that you relax yourself. Because yeah, yeah. you just give him the ball and you know you just need to be there in support and and it just make you look better. He's <laughs> one of the player, one of them players that would make you look better as a player. 100%. You know, it's 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 world class. That's yeah. what that's what yeah. That's the dif- difference between between a good player and a, and a, and a fantastic player. Um, and we've got that fantastic player, so <laughs> let's enjoy him. <laughs> just incredible. I just, I just love people talking about Newcastle that way. It's absolutely fantastic. But there is going to be a lot of players that will probably be leaving in the summer, Ollie. Now, I, I don't want to say how, how many players you think will go, but I think one player that divides opinion, and I think it's divided opinion for at least 18 months, is Sean Longstaff, who we don't know. I would say he's probably fifth choice midfielder in, that, in the three that you're battling out with at the minute. Local, local, obviously local lad. Do you think that Sean Longstaff deserves a new contract, yeah. and do you think he will get a new contract? I think he deserves one, and I think it's it, you know in that being at the club, I know that home ground player are very important um, to the to the football club. Um, even though we both know that he's not going to play week in week out, I think it's still very important to have. Players that that you know went through the academy, um, been there and done it. They the one probably use when when these injuries you know arriving near um, November February between November February there's a lot of injuries. They them players will give you 100 percent. You know they will not cheat. They'll be they'll be there and 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 yeah, he's a good player. You know yes he, he's he's not playing for England and. You know, yes, we can buy England players, but but it's important to, to have those sort of players around around this, the, the the squad um, for me because because you know them players gave everything and they 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 lead by example as well because they they, they know they're not in the squad but they're still battling a, a training and they're still giving you the work rate that deserve uh, and that brings other people on. So so for me. I would give him. I would give him a, a contract just for the fact that he's an home ground uh, lad and he's he's not a bad player, so he deserved for me a, a, a little push. I agree. I, I've always I've always been a big fan of Sean. I think injuries as well, and obviously got his head turned in by that fifty million move to Man United, which never came off, and maybe he was mismanaged by the previous manager. I don't know, but I, I think, like you say, Ollie, homegrown players, you ne- you need a kind of they're very important, and you, you can tell. Uh, on the Mark Ashley, we we went through a phase where we had about well, twelve French lads. Yeah. Um, where where you would think seven easily wouldn't get into the starting eleven, but we were we were buying, buying, not even thinking about how good they were. Which is just getting getting them because we were thinking, oh, buying cheap, selling, selling, yeah. selling big. 
it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. And, and I think they've lost the dressing room because, because when you've got 12, you know, the dressing room is only 25. 12 of them speak French. I don't know. For me, for me, it doesn't work. Because they're all massive Ali Bernard fans watching it round two. <laughs> <laughs> for me, for me, it's, it's a simple example. You know, there's 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 other things that happen. We had a, we had a, we had Spanish players at one point. We, you know, and, and I think too many. Um, that's why for me it's very important to, to keep have yeah 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 sixty seventy percent uh, English players. It's quite hard in our days to have yeah. that, um, but the teams that do normally do well. If there's one player, realistically, Newcastle could sign in the summer who you think would make a massive impact straight away, who would you like to see? And I'm actually more interested in what position you would go for, to be honest, because I think a lot of people are looking at strikers and X, Y and Z, but is there a particular player that jumps out? Yeah, I'm not worried about strikers. I think, I think that the animation um, is the problem. It's, uh, you know, how you, we bring the, the ball forward sometimes is, is, is a bit awkward. Um, for me, it's all about animation. So, so with Shelby and Bruno, I would probably have a Phillips on the other oh, side. Right. So you get two box to box who can, can control technically comfortable, and then you've got things happening. Then, then you can you can have your um, some maximum. You can have you can have another winger like you can bring in, put a bit of pace, and then you get things things going. Um, I, I don't think you know Wilson will be back. You've got Wood. Will will the, the front line will look after itself? I think I think it's all organising that 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 first step when we get the ball back. Shelby on the ball, dispatch, and then and then you've got your two box to box. If you if you can get Phillips, yeah, you're doing all right. Honestly, you're doing very well. Do you still think that well, even Rice, Declan Rice? Oh, I but I think Declan it's more it's more of a of a Shelby. So I yeah. think yeah, yeah. But you get both. We can't <laughs> I don't know why why I'm saying or or oh. or where we could end. Yeah, yeah. we can have Rice and uh, and Phillips we 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 fine. We'll be fine. Yeah, easy, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> easy said, isn't it? <laughs> but uh, like obviously, new owners and whatnot. There's a, there's a lot of um, infrastructure around the club that needs improving. Um, the training ground immediately springs to mind. That hasn't really changed since you were there. Yeah. What's the training ground like in terms of Premier League standard? Because well, I remember we we spoke to Stephen Taylor on the show, and he says it's just a barn conversion and it's basic. it's rubbish. It's basic. Yeah. It's basically uh, basic. You've got loads of pitches. Uh, the ground is, is is firm, to not say hard. So yes, there's a lot of grains popping um, at training. It's it's quite sleepy at times because it's so hard uh, when people don't put the the, the little studs or um, or proper studs at times. Yeah, it's just needed a bit of wet and uh, and the grass to be a bit high, and then yeah, you do your grinds easy. Um, it's that bad, uh, and it has been for, for I think everybody knows uh, it has been that bad. Um, and when you call, when you talk about setup, um, it's you've got a three G, you've got what eight football pitch, and then that's it, a dressing room, but that's it. When 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 you when when you go to a, a Man City, for example, when you go to a, to a proper um, top four, everybody's got new training ground, new facilities, new, you know, they've got the pool, um, you know, where where you can level it, and you know. You, 
Because because in our days, if you if you want the game to be quicker uh, and sharper and stronger, you, you need the players to have as much recovery times, as much looked in after. You know, it's a, it's a different different ball game. You need to make sure the facilities are up to standards to to uh, for play for top players. In the end of the day, you want top players. You need top facilities, um, so you can attract that that top player. Another conversation and another. I think I'll say more of a Twitter, Twitter debate, rather, if you like, Ollie, is St. James's Park. Now, the owners have come out and said they're not thinking about relocating St. James's Park anytime soon. Do you think that there will be a need for a stadium expansion or maybe moving from St. James's altogether? Because there is a massive demand for tickets at the minute. I wouldn't like that to happen. I don't know. Uh, there's been different talks on how we can turn the pitch and how we can re redo um, the stand. Um, it's going to take a lot of money. I think there's, there's obviously the metro under. There's a lot of money that's going to be spent. I, ideally, I want, I want the club to stay there um, because that's, that's the heart of the city. Moving it even, even, even a, a mile or even 500 yards would, would Or be, to Blythe. Yeah. Just round the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't want that. No. You know, eventually it, it, it might because if you want to put 100,000 uh, 100, uh, stadium... You're gonna you're gonna have to move, but but I just I just don't feel like it's it's the right thing. Even though it could be the arena that you demolition and then and then do it. It's still town, but I just I just don't know. It's got the day story is it's St James Park. Um, I think with new grounds as well, they seem to lose the soul, don't they? So they just seem unless you do something really special like you you love Spurs' new ground. But I, I think they're just it's all too nice, though. That's a problem. Yeah, it's, 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 is it really a stadium? Yeah. You know, is it is it really got fans in it? Because it, it looks too good for for having fans. Uh, but it probably would make fans behave a bit a bit better. But you you want a ground to to have a to have a story, really. Yeah. Um, Spurs, yeah, fantastic. Good lightning. Um, you know. Tellies all over. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> everywhere, yeah, you've got a telly. Everywhere you look, you've got a telly. But but at the same time, is it is it really needed? Is it just for football? Are you thinking about other events? You don't you don't know. It's a fantastic stadium. I don't think you need that much, but I think I think you you, you need to you need to to have a bit more more seats hmm. in the stadium. And I think if we can get a 70, 80... Um, we still got people. We still fill that up easy, so that's 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 the thing. There is a there's a there's a waiting list that, that is ready to be to be to be used. Um, so yeah, the, 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 you know, having a bigger stadium is it would be welcome definitely. Yeah. I was just going to say one final question from me, and I'll let, I'll let you finish off, Sam. Alan Saint Maximum, hmm? he's a player that we know has bundles of ability but he can be frustrating at times I think you even heard it in the Gallagher recently where there's just that little bit of frustration with him at the minute and there's been obviously rumours whether Newcastle would be willing to cash in on him and Eddie Howe's completely said no 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 that's not the case not the case at all what is your opinion on Alan St Maximum Ollie do you think he's as good as what people make out or do you think that there's it's, it's probably he's probably a bit overhyped I, I think everybody's seen what he can do yeah what had happened is that when we were struggling, everybody was, was giving him the ball and stop watching 
what he was going to do and was he going to do something to help the team. Uh, when you rely on a player so much, yes, we were struggling and yes, we had nothing else, not even a centre forward at times. So yes, you're expecting him to, to do things and, and when he lose the ball, everybody was like, oh, he's missed the, but, but he's going to go, he's, he's going to go through at one point, at one point in the game and we know he's going <laughs> to, but today, because we play better, and mentally, for him, now he needs to change his game. Because we're more on the ball, because we, he, he's got to adapt to a new system uh, where, where, you know, at times he, he, was, he, was, he was head down. Literally head down, trying to beat the world and, and, and deliver, deliver Jenny's pass. That's what he's done for the past three years at least. Yeah? And, and, and now people are, are asking him to do something different but without, without not getting what the, the, the thought about what, what had happened over the years where, where players didn't care, didn't, wanna, didn't, want, didn't want the ball, really. It was getting, get, give it to Sir Maximin and then everybody stopped watching and he was going <laughs> and everybody was like, oh, oh, oh it's going to happen, it's not. And, and that, still to this day, you know, every, but now every time he gets on the ball, everybody, oh, oh, there we go. He's going to go and try and beat the world. Where, where he didn't mind. They, nobody minds a year or two ago when we were struggling. For me, it's, 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 it's not nice because, because what he's done for, for, for the club, well, he kept the club in the Premier League yeah. for, for a good, uh, good two years. And, and, and people need to understand that it's a new, new way of playing football now. It's going to change, but, but it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to have to be a full pre-season. Uh, he'll be a different player next year because he, 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 will, he will learn how to play the new, the new system. At the minute, he's confused between, between the old system <laughs> and the new system. He's still a good player because when he's on the ball, you know, he shows, uh, but I, yes, he does a bit too much at times that he doesn't need to do anymore. But in his head, he, he, he still thinks he's, he's got he's to beat the world, which, 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 which I understand because it's a bit harsh to say that he's, he's, no, he's not worth it. Because because he's done superb over the last two years. To be to be honest, when you see what sort of player we had on the pitch, what sort of desire we had on the on the pitch, he was the only one trying, and everybody knew that. And he would and he at that time he was he was working, and working to make things happen. And probably seventy percent of the goal we scored is is him penetrating um, in the opposite uh, half of the, of the pitch. So no, just to thank you. Yeah, if it doesn't work, it doesn't. Work, but 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 I think supporters should 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 make it right um, because they, they need to get um, why is it like that? Not not oh he's no good no no it's that's that's very disrespectful. But yeah, no hundred percent completely agree. I still love him. I, I just think for the future, imagine him and Bruno with better players around him. That's that. That's yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 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 he's a player that will excite you. You know, yeah. if if you play in the right system and the right player around him, if he can touch and go, you know, he's, he'll be lethal. Um, and I know after pre-season with with Eddie Howe, he'll be he'll be he'll be a proper player. Um, mm. I, I'm, I'm guaranteed he's gonna he's gonna come out on the other side and and really um, you know hurt teams like like he can. Absolutely. Um, final one from me before we go and get another pint of Guinness. Um, what excites you most about the future of Newcastle United? Is it 
as something as simple as not have to worry about a relegation battle? Is it? Are you looking forward to the maybe the possibility of European nights coming back to St James's Park? What what excites you the most? It's just the the rebuilds at the minute. I'm dead excited and how very intrigued how the club's gonna is gonna finalise deal. Um, you know because we we still we're still not a, a top four club. How you you're gonna talk to players? How you're gonna sell? You know I, I would love to be in there and 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 listen to how you you convince a Bruno to come to come to the club and how you're gonna convince others to to come to the club because because that that that's that's passion that's real passion. When you know where we were and you managed to get one player like that, I, I, I wish I wish I was there just to listen. You know how you, you convince players, you know top players, um, to to come, even though it's not going well for you. Now it's going better. What sort of player we're gonna get? And that that really excites me um, to think about. You know, yeah, we can we can get him. We just need to talk to him. We can. <laughs> we've got we've got enough money. You know, what I mean? it's just it's just exciting. But we need to think of making making a squad. Yeah. A good squad, not just buying the best player. They need they need to gel as well with with the the, the actual players that that are in there. Yes, there'll be a lot of movement over the over the the summer. But I, I still I still believe we 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 in a good hand. We in good hands. I know what he's doing, um, and and the chairmans are, are just they just blank checks. So you know. It's very easy to to get players in. If if Eddie Howe's got a, has got a squad in his in his in his head, and he knows the players that he wants, I think we're we're, we're onto a good uh, good season. It's just all brilliant to hear, isn't it, Sam? Fantastic, exciting. It's like a new revolution on Tyneside. <laughs> Who would have thought that? It's absolutely brilliant. But Ollie, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Your second appearance on the Green and Mullen show. I have to make it a hat trick. We will, we will. Definitely make it a hat. When, when they get a darts team. <laughs> <laughs> again, a bit, make that happen. Yeah. Make that happen. Definitely, again, a big thanks to the Mason's Arms as well. Make sure you pop in and blow to give it a give it a look. It's fantastic. I've just redecorated it. And Nolly's done a fantastic job getting it all sorted as well. So make sure you pop along and have a couple of drinks. Maybe watch a Newcastle away game if you can't make it. Obviously, there's loads of demand for tickets at the minute. So make sure you pop down here as well. So my, from myself, Sam Mulner, and of course, Newcastle United legend, Olivia Bernard. We'll see you all very soon. Newcastle Fans TV.